0: This is the new is Hype the new this Show This is the new Hype Show This is the new Show <mumbles> This is the new Mic Check One two one two. 2, what's the deal? Welcome back to the new Hype Show Thank you for tuning in Wherever you are Europe, Africa, Australia Wherever you are I you know we're going through turbulent times I need you I really need you I need you more than you need me But I appreciate you for tuning in So Kicking it off the New York Sound, my last episode, I love the response. The responses are actually still pouring in, actually. I had a lot of rappers hit me up. I appreciate the feedback. And majority of them, actually all of them, mostly all of them, agreed with me. I didn't say anything wrong. Like I told you, I, I want the feedback. I appreciate it. Even if you don't agree with me, I, I'm not here to be agreed with. I'm just here to voice my opinions and... Whatever you feel from there You know, we could keep going Keep the conversation going As long as we have some type of discourse And keep it, you know Keep it respectful And we could, we could keep it progressing I love it But, uh, yeah I appreciate the feedback From the last episode I'm glad you rappers understand What I'm trying to say We gotta get back to that New York sound I'm a proud Brooklynite You know, I'm partial to New York And Brooklyn MCs especially So we gotta get back to that, man You know but uh, today's a new day. We're moving on new things, new things, a lot of new music out that I actually haven't heard. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of ashamed of myself because I'm usually up on the new shit, but it's just so much coming out. I'm doing so much and I haven't been able to sit down and because I like to sit with albums. I just don't want to do, you know, skim throughs. And no, you got to, you know, my boy the baby just dropped a new album. I haven't been able to play nothing from the album. And he dropped another sneaky album. I'm proud of him. He's doing his thing. He's rocking out right now. A lot of the artists right now, you know, I don't know how they're sustaining during this quarantine, but I see a lot of them, you know, they are freestyling. They're, you know, you know, getting their chops up. They're interacting a lot with the fans. But hey, I hope y'all recording or, you know, producers sent out those beats, man. Yo, y'all should be inspired right now. A lot of good music is gonna come out of this. I just I have a strong feeling, man. A lot of good music. Y'all should be recording, owning your craft right now, perfecting your sounds, producers, producers. This is a producer's heaven right now. Cause everybody is mo everybody is still. Everybody is looking for the new music, the new wave, the new sound. A lot of new producers are gonna come out after this. If, you know, whenever we come out of this. I don't know when, but we're gonna come out of this. We're gonna come out of this. New artists, I keep telling y'all, send me the music, man. Send me the music. i you know, I would love to critique and see what y'all doing. If you got a new music video, you want to play it, you want to get you know you want to have it exclusively played and released on my channel, let's make it happen. We could talk, man. The new hype show at gmail.com. That's the email. You can check the description. I'm on all the major platforms. You can find the new hype show on Instagram. Hit me up, DM me. You know I love new records. Once again, major major shout out to South Africa. Major shout out to Shafron McDaniel. She's a contributor. Major respect to you. I we, you know, I appreciate you. The listeners appreciate you. Let's keep this thing going. So the battle. The battle, the battle, the battle. The battle. The battle thing is dope right now. I'm loving it. Last night, we finally got the Teddy Riley and Babyface battle going. Finally. Um, I appreciated it. Everybody got their, you know, who who won. I People chose this person, that person. Um, I mean, me personally, you know, I'm going to give the political answer first. We all won because we got this level of excellence from our culture, the black culture, that the world gets to see, you know, we've, Teddy Riley and Baby, I mean, uh, Babyface practically made music that we, our parents either got married to or we was conceived to. Either or, take your pick. You know, they was being nasty and freak, Nick, dancing to some of the Teddy Riley's records back in the day, but it, it was beautiful. You saw everybody who was everybody in that live, and I think they cracked it. They They literally broke the internet again. But it's unfortunate that it just keeps happening in a a negative way for Teddy Riley. I personally thought he edged him just a little bit. But Teddy Riley, I I gave the W on paper to Babyface because he had no technical difficulties. Teddy Riley was running out of batteries. and uh, It was just, it was a mess. Babyface, calm, cool, collected as usual. Had the the candles, had the two Grammys and the flowers in the background. If this motherfucker is not a sniper, I, I, yo, this motherfucker's a killer. I could see he had all the pussy and bitches back in the day. Baby face is too fucking smooth. You no know, Facial hair, just chilling, just like, yeah, sipping his wine. I'm like, this motherfucker, he either sold Wild Coke back in the day or like, he's one of them smooth niggas you can't trust around your moms. You know what I mean? Teddy Riley kept getting up going to it It just fucked up the ambiance of the you know you, you wanted this thing that's like these two legends just sit there play the records look cool and don't Teddy Riley just kept getting up and wow babyface was playing the records it, it looked tacky if you ask me I didn't like it it, it just so I kind of I, I gave Teddy the win off the records and the comebacks and but off of, pure, off of pure execution, style, mannerisms. Oh, that's Babyface. Or so Babyface won that to me, man. So I gave him the W on the technicality, Babyface. Teddy Riley could have pulled this thing off if he had finessed it, because he was, he was hitting him with some haymakers, if you ask me. He went into his Hove bag, but then when Babyface went into his Tony Braxton bag, it, it, it was dope. But then Babyface pulled out the guitar on oh, niggas. Pardon me, on N words. I said, damn, babyface. He it came out of nowhere, it came out of thin air. Nobody saw it. he pulled that guitar out. He just I was like, come on, babyface. This is how you doing it. But now what I did wanna um what I did notice, pardon me, move this over. Um the first initial battle, you know, before the second, you no, know, the before they did it over, Teddy Riley was broadcasting on his site. And I told somebody, I said, you know what? That kind of do make sense. And everything just kept crashing. Nothing was working. The sound was off for of him. The echo. I saw the footage from what it looked like on the site. Oh, it was crisp. And then with everything yesterday, everything crashing because I had to watch the battle on my PC. You know, you could go um Google Chrome has an extension where you can actually watch Instagram live stories, which is dope. So I watched the entire battle on my PC and. It didn't crash once, but it was crashing on the Instagram app on the phones. So when I saw the footage of what he had from the prior battle on his site, I was like, wow, everything makes sense. If. And this is another way for us, when I say us, you know, us, the culture, it was free. We could all logged on to Teddy's site. So now, he know, he could have had bandwidth of, you know, it could, expecting 3 million people because Swiss said it was over 3 million people that tried to get on Instagram. Now imagine all those hits to the website and let's say he had sponsors, it could have worked out that way and I think that was actually kind of smart because if you ask me, Instagram was hating. Instagram was hating. They saw the blacks having a good time, even on the net. Break it up, break it up. Y'all not having a good time. We shutting that shit the fuck down, stop it. Even on the internet, the blacks can't have a good time. Trust me, we can't have a good time. They saw five hundred thousand of us at home, living, rocking out, putting a fire emoji, making fun of Tyrese. They said, "Nope, nope, nope, no, 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 no. that's not happening. Shut that shit the fuck down." Now, think about it like this: If Swiss and timbaland come together, to do a verses and have a verses site. And we get sponsors. We can watch it live on, on the feed there. Fuck, you know what I mean? I, I'm not saying fuck Instagram because we need it. Instagram. It's been holding us down. But I just be noticing these these platforms. They, th- they throw some shade. They throw a little bit of shade. Zuckerberg was hating. Zuckerberg was hating. You know what I'm saying? It, it was a little bullshit. But overall, the battle was good. I enjoyed it. Even though Te- Teddy Riley had some technicalities, whatever that, you know. This is something I would actually pay to see if they were talking about doing something on a pay-per-view, whatever, I get it. Now they're saying they would like to match up Dr. Dre and Diddy. Yes. Yes. Two uh, great producers. Icons, if you ask me. And let me just make this clear to everybody. Everybody say, oh, Dr. Dre is not really a producer. He doesn't always make the beat. If you know anything about music, you don't always have to make the beat. I'm a producer. I've produced records in the past. I didn't make the beat. I arranged songs. I threw this here, that there, and put things together. Even if Dr. Dre didn't make a beat physically, he arranged it. He, you know, hey, put that chord here. Hey, you say this, that's called production. That's called being a producer. Diddy and Dr. Dre are one and the same. They may not always make the beat, but they're part of the song. Quincy Jones, he plays instruments himself. He arranges records himself. He's written lyrics himself. Wr- wrote a lyric on this record. Probably didn't play the instrument on that record, but you know what? I arranged this. You know this artist's going to get with this artist. But look, you're going to say it like this? That's production, baby. I think Diddy and Diddy and Dre is something I would pay for. You put that shit on the paper, yeah, I'll pay for that shit. That would be an epic battle. I can't call it. I can't call who's going to win. But I tell you this, though. Dr. Dre. He can start from as late 80s and Diddy himself, too. But who would have the upper hand as far as, uh, you know, longevity? I would say Dr. Dre. I don't know. But but Diddy has a multitude of records, R&B, rap, all about the Benjamins. He had a rock and roll version. It'll be tough to call But I I'm gonna lean towards Dre I don't know You know what Let me not say that Let me not say that Diddy and Dre Will be epic Nelly and Ja Rule Epic And Despite His bullshit aside His You know everything he's going through aside Put it aside R. Kelly would roast anybody in a battle. And I think this we know. This we know. R. Kelly would roast anybody. You hate to hear it. You hate to see it. But had he not been, you know, what he was, he was roasting everybody. He'd pull out his Michael Jackson records. He could play the whole best of both worlds. His own records. All the way from fucking twelve play. TP2. Come on, man. He fucked up his own legacy, man I mean t- We would've heard our Kelly records right now We would cringe Like, eh, take that shit off Take it off Just what it is But yo, keep those battles going Think it's dope It brings us together We have so much fun We rock out In this quarantine It's holding us now, man Major shout out to Swiss Beats And Timbaland Showtime Yes, yeah, so Um Let's get to the meat and potatoes of this uh, episode This episode I wanted to dedicate to my man My mentor The OG Reggie Osei Mr. Combat Jack Ladies and gentlemen For those that know me I You know once again I hate to assume everybody knows me The reason I got started in this podcast game was because of Mr. Combat Jack. I was a fan of his show from way back when he was doing it on Complex. Actually, when they were doing, when they were up at PNC. Shout out to A King. Shout out to Premium Pete. Shout out to Dallas Dallas Penn. Um, who else? Missing it? I'm I'm not missing. Uh oh, mean ass Mo. Shout out to Mo. She was one of the early, you know. Shout out to Just Blaze. One of the early cats on the show. But um, yeah, I've been rocking out to this cat Reggie. Reggio say back in the day early. This must have been. Uh, I want to say. The tens, probably, I don't know, it was early, though, but yeah, I wanted to get in the podcast game because of him, a major focal point in me sitting here right now, giving you this uh, this content. I listen to his episode, his diction, his knowledge. You know, he's experienced he's been in the hip hop game for over 30 years. You know, he was a lawyer, so he was a lot of these cats' lawyers coming up. So you know, he's dealt with contracts. He's dealt with, you know, a lot of these managers, whatever have you. He dealt with early Rockefeller. He dealt with early Biggie. If you look at the uh, the funeral, he was at Biggie's funeral. But this guy, when he had hair, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so it was particular episodes that I really remember from the Combat Jack show. One that I really remember because I was actually there. Sitting in, I'm gonna tell you how this went down So boom, I get a call from A-King Actually a text Yo, uh, what's up uh legged Lou coming up to the Combat Jack show I said, hell fucking yeah, let's make it happen So we're going back and forth Working our dates And Uncle Lou hit me Shout out to Full 4, shout out to Uncle Lou, love you guys Lou hit me, said, Bill's let's make it happen So we went up there He said, oh, you're coming with me Oh, oh sure Got there uh, this wasn't my first time meeting uh, Combat Jack. We met prior to that. But this was my first time actually at loudspeakers sitting in of an episode. So I'm sitting there. Normally, you know, I'm, I'm listening, whether I'm working out or doing whatever driving, I'm listening to the show. And I'm seeing this man in action. First off, this man, everything was off the dome. I'm watching the, the, the architect at work. He was a magician. I'm just watching him sit there flow. These questions were flowing. He's like flowing, flowing. He's flowing, just going. He's like our Larry King, man. And he's just going and back and forth with Uncle Lou, back and forth. So we get to the end of the episode. And Uncle Lou mentions me. I don't know. It was a segue into something. Combat Jack looks at me, say, put that mic to you. Say, what you doing? Whatever. I'll say, I got a new podcast, you know. And he said, oh, he looked at me dead in my eye. I want to come to your show. No cap, my heart stopped for like a brief second. I'm like, what? Of course, you're you're the Michael Jordan of podcasting. Of course, what kind of my show? So I hit all my partners. I say, yo, guess who want to come on the show? Combat Jack. Of course, nobody didn't believe me at first. like Get out of here, biz. Get out of here. Get out of here, biz. Nah, dead serious. And true to his word, man, true to his word, he showed up, handled it like a professional. We had fun. We got some we got the footage of it. He came through, blessed us with the episode. Epic. I would never forget that night. Um, And we've prior, I mean, before that, before he even came up to do the episode, we, we've hung out before. Um, He's invited us out. And I particularly remember this one night he did an episode with Guru. Shout out to young Guru. We did it at the G Star store in Williamsburg, and before he came in, Regal always asked me, "Yo, what you do for a living, man?" Always, every time he seen me, always got me a, a question. He like, and he'll give me this look, I'm like, "Yeah, I right. <laughs> I know you up to something." Cause you go, know, like, every time I see, I see you shining," and he was asking me about my girls or whatever. He said, like, "Yo, we get the girls from." I told him, "Yeah, I, you know, I went to um, I was at the Coliseum, whatever." So, anyways, we was talking about something else. We was talking about Jorts. He's always, you know, he he started this thing called the Jorts Army, and it, uh, You know, guys wear jean shorts You know, they were, they were killing people with jean shorts But I said, fuck that I wore my jean shorts Combat Jack put a picture of me on his uh, Instagram It was so funny He said, welcome to the Jorts Army So anyways, that night That particular night He did the uh, the Guru episode Dope episode, by the way After that was an after party I can't remember where the after party was It was in Williamsburg It was walking distance actually From the actual uh, G-Star store So we w- we went over there great time combat jack stood next to me we were just standing by these steps and we we're just looking on just looking into the distance and just put his arm on my shoulder and he had his hand on his mouth at the same time too and we just looked at each other nothing was said but a whole lot was saying he had his arm on, and he had his arm on my my arm my right shoulder and we just looked at each other and we were just shaking our head like yeah another time he invited us to this private party that him and his wife at the time you know they they threw or whatever. It was really it was really like private, super private party that, you know, we got the call. Of course, me and the crew went over there. We just had a great time. See him out of his element. He's dancing. He's just just having a good time, man. Another time we uh, where did I say In fact, I seen it was it was at the Taxstone show. Tax, you know, Tax show live. Shout out to Tax. And of course, he hosted it. Seeing me in the, I was in the cut. I was just trying to be in the cut. He saw me in the cut. He shot. He he looked at me. He gave me the look like, "What's up, young gunner?" Every time I seen this gentleman, it was always love. I didn't know he was on borrowed time, um, but I guess from the time that I did see him, it was enough to put the battery in my back to keep this thing going, man. And I told him to his face, I said, yo, you're the reason why I'm here behind this microphone doing these podcasts and giving this content out. I'm glad that, you know, I got to spend time with him. I'm glad that, you know, he got to share his gifts with us because every time I'm on this microphone, I always ask myself, how would Reggie do this? How would Reggie structure it? And he just goes. His wealth of knowledge of hip hop and the game is just it, it was crazy to watch how he would have Endless guests and know everything about them, and knew, you know, hey, this record came out during that time because you ain't. And these strings and and this producer, yeah, that's the crew that we ran with. And I, I remember when we interviewed him, I asked him about how good the Coke was back in the 80s because, you know, he did the Coke, and that's when the Coke was good. I told him if I was back there, man, I'd be on that fish scale. But, anyways, that was forever the Brooklyn cat. He's from, uh I want to say, Lincoln and Albany. You know, always rep Brooklyn. Every time I seen his cat, it was repping time for Brooklyn, New York, man. He was a proud Brooklyn Brooklynite. He um he embodied what hip-hop was. You know, he it, the Combat Jack show was an institution for all podcasters. We, we'd we go to his events, just watch how he moved the room, how he shook the room, and as soon as he walks in, and it was just... I did a project uh, two years ago called the CBiz Project, and Basically, he did a project called Mogul. you know it was a like a story documentary type, just all podcasts you know and i i, I took that idea and I ran I told my whole life story because he did uh Chris Lighty's life story, of course, I didn't have the resources he had you know he called up all the Lighty's friends, associates, and you know former colleagues and things like that. I said, you know what i'm gonna tell my life story and I'ma just do it with me, you know what I mean? And I, I and I ran with it, and I and I killed it, and I killed it. I knew, like, I put that out. I knew I killed it. I, I play, I play that shit till this day. I'm like bitch, Project, and I'm like, damn, Reggie would be proud of me. Reggie would be fucking proud of me with this shit, man. And it was just times where, like, you know, I'm just cruising, man. And I, I I've been thinking about him a lot, just a lot. He just been come popping up in my mind, so. It's either what I'm doing now, I'm going the right path because it's just been positive vibes when he pops up in my mind. So I know this motherfucker's listening to me, man. Probably still asking me about my goal and shit, but you know what I mean? Combat Jack is the definite driving force of what I'm doing right now behind this microphone. To you know, I'm trying to achieve excellence, which I think he achieved excellence on that microphone. Nobody's not telling me different. Nobody's not telling me different, man, at all. Uh, Mr. C was one of my favorite episodes. He had Mr. C on there. Uh, the Corey... Uh, C- I can't, Corey Peggy's episode. I can never pronounce his last name. I don't, pardon me, Corey. You know, whenever... Uh, you know, I love when Pete... Him and Pete were, you know... Would have guests on there. I love the Rick Ross episode. When they had the locks on there. Of course, when he had Tax on the show. Um, bunch of episodes. And I, I would go back and play these old episodes. I remember one particular episode it was and he had guru on twice i think it was an icy episode i was flying i was flying out to cali and i played the, the episode was super long it held me down like halfway there like i was and i took a nap woke up like midwest somewhere, and just played the whole the rest of the episode all the way there just kept playing them episodes man whether i'm on my bike i'm playing the combat jack episode learning you know taking little gems from him and adding it to my repertoire it's been times where I catch myself on this microphone mimicking Reggie. And I'm, not, I'm honestly not doing it on purpose. I'm not trying to be Reggie. But I, you know, look at Kobe. When Kobe wanted to be great, who did he emulate? He emulated Jordan. Even down to his his, his celebrations after a, a dope shot. You know, I caught myself on the microphone at times. I watched the technician in the fucking studio. I sat in the room and and in a loud, you know, loudspeaker network and you know, an engine room, pardon me. The engine room where they did they they do the episodes. And I'm watching the technician at work just one question float into another. The answer the the guest gave float into another question and another. And his famous one, so what's next for you? I'm just like, damn. Damn this motherfucker was cold on that microphone, man. Reggie, I'm doing my thing right now. This microphone and just putting out content of how I feel about anything that's going on in the game right now is it's all I could do is all I could give. I appreciate you for your gifts. I didn't get a chance to make it out to, you know, pay my respects, you know, because I was I was gone, you know, and I got the phone call. Psh, just fucked everything up that day. Um, I didn't really get to say goodbye to you. You know, and. I know you're fucking with me now. I know you're fucking with me. I know you're hearing this shit and you're fucking with the content. But the main thing I want to say is thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you, you know, for embracing me for the time. Like, we didn't know each other for that long, but every time you saw me, you would swear that I knew you for years. You would embrace me. You'd embrace me. You gave me that uncle like, yeah, that's, that's unc right there. You gave me that love. You ain't know me from a hole in the wall, but you brought me in that circle. You know, you you showed mad love, man. I, yo, thank you. Thank you. not physically here to hear it, but, yo, I know you fucking with me right now. Wherever you at, you fucking with me. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, Combat Jack. But, yeah, man, yo, I appreciate y'all for fucking with me this week. Please continue to support. Subscribe to the YouTube if you haven't already. Please subscribe. Tell a friend tell a friend. Once again, shout out to all the international listeners. I really appreciate you guys. You guys really don't have to listen to me, but y'all fucking with me all the way over here. So I must be doing something right behind this microphone. Shout out to my South Africa family. Shout out to my UK family. Shout out to everybody in Australia. Shout out to everybody in Canada that's been fucking with me. I'm seeing a lot of y'all fucking with me now. Send me an email. Send me a text. Send me a DM. Let me know where y'all from. I will shout you out on this microphone. I appreciate the love. Musicians, please continue to get with me. You know, I'm trying, you know, you have videos you want to debut on the channel. Feel free to send it over. We could work something out. You know what I mean? I put your video on the channel and we could get it going, man. Really appreciate all of you listening to the show. I really do. So, always remember, dream them dreams, then man up up and live them dreams, because a life without dreams dreams is black and 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 white, and and the universe flows in technicolor and and surround sound.